Blog Talk Radio. Morning, Doves, and thank you for joining us this morning. I am your radio hostess, evangelist Rebecca Collier Hagler, and you are listening to a word from God, the Dove edition, right here on BlogTalkRadio.com. Dove stands for Daughters of Victory Empowered, and this ministry is dedicated to empowering women for life ministry, and purpose. Part of the mission of Doves is to teach women the Word of God, how to grow through prayer, daily personal praise and worship, wholeness, spirit, soul, and body, how to discover and know your purpose, how to walk in victory, and how to mentor others. Isaiah 43 and uh, 19 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. We should welcome as women new challenges and have a desire to see God do a new thing in our lives. We should no longer want to live a a complacent and or a mediocre lifestyle. Doing the same thing over and over again as usual. As empowered women, we should want God to increase our territory, take us to a new level, and become women of change. And we do this by helping to impact and empower the lives of other women of God. Proverbs says, Proverbs 31 and 30 says, Charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. It is time for the daughters of God to rise up 
and live victoriously in Christ. Now, after this broadcast, I would like for you to go to our webpage here on blogtalkradio.com and to hit the follow button. And um, this lets us know that you're enjoying our broadcast by following us. Also, I would like you to go on Facebook and go to A Word from God and our Daughters of Victory Empowered page and like both of those pages as well. Well, again, I want to say thank you for tuning in today, and I do want to let you know that there is a designed word just for you today. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to get started. I have a very special guest this morning. Her name is Evangelist Mahalia Washington. She will be sharing her life story, from which uh, came a book called Victorious. And Sister Mahalia, she is from California. She's a longtime friend of mine. We used to go to the same church and sing in the choir together uh, at Life Church of God in Christ in, in Riverside, California. But I want to share a little bit with you about Evangelist Washington. Uh, she has known from a very young age that the Lord was guiding and protecting her. Through many tests and trials, her faith was in, uh, it enabled her to hold tightly to the mighty hand of God. Her, her uh, reliance upon the Lord through her various experiences and struggles have enabled her to be victorious in life. <clears throat> now, she has written a new book called Victorious. Now, this book is about her life experiences, her many struggles, and how she overcame them all. This book is also about forgiveness, adversity, and being Christ-like, just to name a few. It is easy reading, but it is a powerful and uplifting book. This powerful book reflects her creativity and her personal journey of her life. Uh, Sister Mahalia is also an anointed gospel singer, and I can truly attest to that. She is awesome. She is gifted with a melodious, deep voice. She is also a speaker of the gospel. She is licensed uh, in the Church of God in Christ. Her life is totally committed to God. She has a divine purpose, and her passion is winning souls for Christ. Her prayer is that you, the readers, will be inspired and encouraged by reading this book and that you will come to know that you, too, can be victorious. Well, good morning, Evangelist Washington. I am so, so honored to have you on the show this morning. Good morning to you, Evangelist Hagler. Thank you for having me. Praise God, praise God. Well, we want to say welcome, welcome to uh, to a word from God, and we want to thank you again for being on the broadcast. And we just want to just uh, interview you for a minute before uh, you get into the word of God on this morning. Um, first of all, how are you enjoying Texas? You know, I am so overwhelmed. Uh, there's been some open doors that I didn't even expect. That's how God is when we trust and walk with him. He just opened doors, unexpected engagements, and 
I'm just overwhelmed, enjoying myself. And I had a son who lives here in Fort Worth, Texas. And so I'm blessed to be spending some time with him also. I hadn't seen my son three to four years, and I'm grateful. I'm just blessed this morning. Awesome, awesome. And uh, now I know that you're here um, on a book signing tour, so would you like to share a little bit about that and where you may be going after um, your your time here in Texas? Yes, I have truly been blessed here since uh, I've been in the state. Uh, on Tuesday, October the 20th, 2015, I was a guest at the Free Spirit Tabernacle of Praise Ministry. And then on uh, this past Sunday, October the 25th, I was a guest at the Forest Hill Church Ministry, pastored by Brian Connolly and First Lady Julie. And on this coming Sunday, I will be at the, a guest at the Rebirth Holiness Church, Bishop and First Lady Sullivan. See, I am so overwhelmed. The Lord is really blessing, and the, my book sales is going wonderful. I'm just grateful. Yes, I am here on a book tour, and looks like that's exactly what I am doing. Well, praise God, praise God Well, I'm sure that my audience wants to know a little something about yourself I know you're going to be sharing more um, uh, when you get into the message But just give us a little bit about who uh, Evangelist Washington is Well, I'm grateful this morning You see, I woke up this morning with the Lord on my mind Amen Without him, I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I bring greetings all the way from California. I am a faithful member at the New Antioch Church of God in Christ, located in the city of Los Angeles. My pastor is Superintendent Jeffrey Martin Lewis. And I just love my church ministry, and I'm really missing them right now. But you know what? I will bless the Lord no matter where I go. So I just give God all the praise. I I, uh, grew up in the city of Compton, California. You know, I see these posts on uh, on the Facebook said straight out of Compton. I'm straight out of Compton, California. Straight out of Compton. You know what? There's something good that's coming out of Compton, California. I moved from Compton to the city of Riverside, the Inland Empire, they call it, to raise my children in a better environment. It has paid off. But you know what? I give God the praise because he's awesome. I've been walking with the Lord for a mighty long time, so long that I have instilled the goodness of God and faith inside of my children, and now it has trickled down to my grandchildren. You know, God is amazing. They know faith. They know the Lord. They know that they can be nothing without the Lord. God is awesome, is he? Praise God. Amen. Now, I do know that you are a awesome, awesome singer. And do you have any projects or anything coming up soon that we need to be looking out for or where you might be uh, going to minister in song? Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, yes, 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 yes. The Lord has gifted me. I don't call myself the fabulous singer. I just tell uh, people everywhere I go, I minister 
through song because that's exactly Amen. what I do. You know, God has brought me from a long ways and took me through a lot of experiences. So I think I sing with the unction in my spirit. I give it all that I have because I will bless the Lord at all times. Now, when I'm back in California, I am going to be in the studio because, you know, people have been asking me. I come from a family six girls and three boys, and singing family. My mother, is, we all, it all comes from her. Then I have sisters that are fabulous singers, you know. So we, I come from a singing family. And, and although I'm around ministering and preaching the gospel and going forth with my book, everyone asks me everywhere, when are you going to release your CD? Well, I'm going to do that, begin to work on that CD when I get back to California. I was prophesied. Uh, uh, to on this past Sunday, he knew nothing about it. But you know, God don't give you something before He give it to someone else. So it was just confirmation. The bishop brought me out into the aisle and said, "I see a CD," and I said, "Thank you. I received that." (laughs) (laughs) Praise God! So God is amazing. He's amazing. God. Praise God. And I heard you say you have you have children and you have grandchildren. Uh, How many grandchildren do you have? I have nine little people that I just adore. They have constantly praise called God. me since I've been here. I miss them, Sister Hagler. Oh, praise I them. I, miss them. Praise. I know how you feel, one grandmother to another. I know the yes. joy of, of hearing those little voices on, on the yes. telephone or getting that text. So <laughs> it is yes. such an honor. Well, we are going to um, uh, stop right here. We're going to uh, play a song by Tamala Mann called This Place. And once the song is over, you will be hearing the voice of uh, evangelist Mahalia Washington, and she's going to come to you in her own way. So sit back and relax and just hear what the Spirit of God wants to say to us today. As as soon as the song ends, uh, Evangelist Washington, it is in your hands. Thank you.
doers of the word. We have to be doers of the word and remember that there is someone watching us. They may not say anything, but they are watching us, those that are saying that they are called by the Holy Spirit. You know, I trust God with my life. I trust God in the grocery store. I trust God at the bank. No matter what, I may get low and firm sometimes, but guess what? When I trust God and believe him and have faith in him, he never fails me. I tell you, I am a faith person. No matter what I'm dealing with, I always trust the Lord. I have faith in him. First first of all, what you have to do is you have to go and you must pray. You know, there's situations that's going to come up in our lives. Amen. They will. You know, just keep on living. Keep on living. Situations will come up in our lives. But I tell you about this situation. Whenever you get in that state, all you have to do is trust and rely on God. He will never mm. let us down. He will never fail us. God is mm. an awesome God. He's sitting high yes. and he's looking low. He's an awesome God. There's nothing. Yes. They said there's power in prayer. You get in a situation and you don't know which way to turn and you say, God, seems like my back is against the wall. You begin to plead the blood of Jesus. There is still power in the blood of mm. Jesus. You see, I go away that I'm from the old school. I'm old school and I'm in the new way. They call me the old school, but I'm in the new way because I remember the things in the olden days. In the white dresses and mothers coming out and praying and giving God praise. And see, now Amen. this new way, you know, well, this new way, they figure, you know, you can get the Holy Ghost and just come and repent and, you know, ask God. But it don't work that way. I'm the old way. You have to ask God and you got to receive and you got to trust God and you got to call upon his name. And then you have to speak in your heavenly language. Oh, yes, you do. That is the invitation. That is the edification of that you have received the Holy Ghost. I tell you, I praise God. I cannot pray without going and speaking in my heavenly language. You see, I received the Holy Ghost when I was about 12 years old. But, you know, then when I got grown and wanted to do my own thing, I got out in the world. Yes, I did, like most of us do. We think we've grown, and so we go out in the world, and you begin to try to do your thing. Until your thing started, started, my thing started doing me. And, you know, I, then I realized, wait a minute, the Bible says train up a child in the way that sh- they should go. And parents, we need to stick to that because let me tell you something. When they get out in this world and this world is not playing, they need something to remember to come back to. Do not think that is in vain because it's not in vain. If you would just mm-hmm. raise your child up in the way that they should go, I tell you, it will never fail you. I Praise God because he's an awesome God. I have belonged to a ministry in Los Angeles, California, I tell you, where I'm a very faithful member. And each Sunday I'm there listening to the prophetic word of my pastor, Jeffrey Martin Lewis, who is preaching the word. I mean, powerful, powerful word. You say, how in the world can somebody preach with the anointed every single Sunday? But that's the kind of ministry I come from. And that's my keeping power. Because, see, I was out there in that world doing my own thing. Oh, yes. Got uh, addicted to drugs. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. But that's why I can Mm. say that I am victorious today. Over 25 years ago, when I really got decided that I'm sick of this, I'm tired of this, I don't want to live like this. I said, God, if you are a God that I've been talking about all my life, God, I need you to show up on my behalf. And he showed up on my behalf and he delivered me. And it's been like 30 some years I've been walking with the Lord. Make no excuse. I'm so overwhelmed because God has stayed with me. He has stayed with 
him, and I wouldn't live any other way. Oh, my God. You know, when I was a little girl, I was a little girl, I went to school, and I, I when I asked my teacher, I said, Miss Holmes, can I go to the restroom? Little girl, about eight or nine years old. And she said, yes, Miss Hillier, but you need to come right back. And so I went to the restroom, and there I was, a little girl just swinging, sitting in the restroom, and I began to speak up to God. This when I really knew who God, he was a real God. And I was about eight or nine, uh, Evangelist Hagler, and I said, God, if you're really real, will you stay with me the rest of my life? And I heard a still small voice said, Mahalia, if you obey me Mm. and follow me, I will never leave you. Today, I am 61 years old. And at that time, I was about eight. I was about nine years old, eight or nine. God has kept his promise, Evangelist Hagler. He has never left me. No matter what situation I get into, because I trust. God, he has always lifted up a standard against my enemy. Oh, I have learned to love those that persecute me. It doesn't matter what they do. It's what I do. I learn to forgive people no matter what and pray for them. You know, you have to be in a space, in a relationship with God to know that no matter what people do to you, you see, who are we? Look what they've done to Jesus, and all he was doing is walking the yeah. land, healing the sick, and allowing the blind to see, but they persecuted him. So when we get in these mm-hmm. pity parties, we got to let these pity parties go. We got to let them go because we got to realize we need to get a hold to the power source. The source yeah. is Jesus. The source yeah. is God himself. The source yeah. is the word of God. I look at it as a gas station. We go into the house of the Lord each Sunday after Sunday, and we fill up. What are we doing when we fill up? What are we doing? Where are we going? Who are we reaching? It's not about the four walls. It's not about the four walls, but it's about going into the highways and the byways. There are lost souls, and that is my heart desire. I'm a soul winner. My pastor, every single Sunday, the altar is full of people that are crying out to God. And I'm in helper in ministry, and I see the souls every day and every Sunday. I would be crying crazy not to take that feather in my walk with my life and not go into the world and begin to help those and feed the needy and care for those people because that's what God is. God is love. God is love. And we need to have love in our heart, love in our spirit. We need to walk with God and be with him because that's what he called us to do. Evangelist. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Mm. I like what you said about soul winning. Soul winning is so important. It's so important. And a lot of times uh, the body of Christ forgets that that's what we're all about. It's all about winning souls. It's all about snatching people out of hell. Because, see, uh, Evangelist Washington, people don't believe anymore that there's a hell. You know, yes. they, they they say, well, you know, if God loves me so much, if God cares about me so much, how could he send me to a place called hell? But yes. people don't realize this. God is not sending us to hell. 
we're sending ourselves because, again, like you said, we're not walking in obedience. We don't obey the word of God. Uh, when the word of God is preached to you and and, and, and uh, the, the minister comes forth and he says, give your life to Christ, and when you don't go forth and receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you be, you're rejecting him. You're telling him, I don't want your gift. I don't want what you're offering me. Yeah. So soul winning is so important. And the church, it seems, many churches have gotten away from going after souls. We're going after everything else. We're, we're building our huge churches. We're, we're making lots and lots of money. But every day, every minute, every hour, every second, somebody is dying and that person is dying and they're going to hell and nobody cares. The Bible yeah. says that the road to heaven is is straight and narrow, but the road to hell is broad and it's wide and there are many people walking down that road. And so I, I thank God for what you are saying today about the soul winning and about being obedient. But I also want you to share with us your story on how this book came out of your life called Victorious. Okay, Sister Hagler, I'd first like to share two scriptures with you, if I may. And they're found in Hebrews Hebrews 5 and 8. It says, even Mm -hmm. though Jesus was God's son, Mm-hmm. He learned obedience from the things mm-hmm. he suffered. And Genesis 22 and 18 says, And though your descendants, all mm-hmm. the nations of the earth will be blessed, all because you have obeyed God. We have Praise to obey God. God. Praise, Praise God. God. I get all, look, I'm going to talk about my book, and I'm so overwhelmed because, you know, when you get to talk about the Holy Spirit, you know, that's Amen. the most important thing. <laughs> But that's exactly where the book was birthed from, my walk with the Lord through the Holy Spirit. One day uh, Mm -hmm. I was in my home, and I heard the Spirit of the Lord says, you will write a book. And I've never written Mm -hmm. a book before, and I'm like, I don't even know where to start. And then Mm -hmm. 3 o'clock in the morning, one night he said, and the title shall be Victorious, because you have overcome so many struggles. You've been You've overcome the drug abuse. I mean, you know, you're victorious. It says you, you learn you learn how to be obedient, and you said he said you know the faith that pleases God, and and now your life belongs to God. It says you've gone through so many adversities that you can talk about it now, and it says you mm-hmm. know the promises of God, and it says now you are Christ-like, and it says mm. and on top of all that, you are a victorious woman. And I began to listen to the Holy Spirit, and I got my pen and pencil, and I began to write. And then the Lord blessed me with a wonderful uh, editor uh, that was out of state. I think it was out in Michigan. And one of our mm-hmm. dear friends that we uh, that are mutual, Sister Connie Strickland, she uh, yes. introduced me to her editor. And I think he's in yes. Michigan or somewhere, but we was connected, and the Lord blessed through that. And I tell you, and then um, uh, a wonderful uh, uh, publishing company, Ix Libris, was the publisher of my book, who's done a fantastic job in uh, getting this book together from the cover to the content. Mm. And I'm just grateful that the Lord brought it to pass. Now, listen, this was not an overnight wonder. 
because it was five years, five years in the making because there were times that come up when I had given up. And I tell you, there was a woman, a woman at my ministry, the New Antioch Church, that came to me one day and said, I have a gift for you. This one I had given up on the project. And she said, I have something for you, Sister Mahalia, but I'm having it made. You know how you said, okay, oh, all right, thank you. And But she came back, and she gave me this bag, beautiful bag, and I got home because I'm very modest like that. When someone gives mm-hmm. me something, I wait till I'm in my privacy. And I opened up the right. bag. No one home was home but me. Opened up the bag in the middle of my living room, and I had given up up from Victoria. And I opened it up, and people know me that I love to wear, use black scarves, you know, beautiful lace and all Mm -hmm. that. And I opened up Mm -hmm. the bag, and there was this black lace scarf, and I said, oh, this is nice. The spirit said, turn it around. And I turned the beautiful black lace scarf around, and guess what was written in beautiful and cursive writing in gold? Scarf is black with lace everywhere, but gold writing, it says, victorious. I have told Pray. this young lady nothing about a book, nothing about anything. And I was just saving God in my liberty. The Lord said, it shall come to pass. And today Hallelujah. I stand with my book in my hand, and the Lord has blessed me. Wasn't thinking about finances. I didn't even think about any of that stuff. That mm. came about when the book got in my hands. Oh, this looks kind of nice. This is good. God blessed me. He blessed me, and I'm overwhelmed for what he is doing for such a time as this. That's why I was enjoying uh, uh, Family Man, the song that you were playing. And I was like, oh, such a time as never thought I'd be in this place. God is amazing. Evangelist, he is so amazing. Oh, my God, God is praise. Give him all the praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, a lot of times people don't realize when you're going through something, you know, when you're really suffering and you're really hurting and you're really going through this and you don't understand, Lord, how did I get here? How did I get to this place? You know, this place can also be a place where you're like, oh, my God, how did I get here? But then you can get to another this place where you're like, Lord, all the things that I went through and you've brought me to this place? I'm I'm you 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 have you have put me in, in, in amongst great people you have yeah. taken me to places I never thought I would go you have, yeah. have have just opened up doors for me there are two this places and that one place is a place of suffering and heartache and pain but then the other this place is a place of victory and being an overcomer and 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 yeah. walking in the power and walking in the anointing and 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 being empowered through the word of God and being empowered by the things that we've gone through. So I'm thankful for the displaces in my life. I, yeah. I'm so yeah. thankful. I'm thankful for the hurts and the pains and sufferings that I had to go through because now it has brought me to this place, a place yeah. where I thought I would never, ever be again, you know. Yeah. So I, I, I understand your story. I understand what you're saying about, you know, when we when we backslide and we go out there and we start doing our own thing again or we, we, we kind of turn our backs on God. It is so yeah. good to be right now in this place, hallelujah. In this, heavenly, uh, in this heavenly place, this powerful place, I wouldn't take yeah. any other way because this is the only way 
No matter, you know what? I, 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 I'm a, I'm a, uh, a widow, then I'm a divorcee. So I've been married yeah. twice, you know? But you know what yeah. I said? There's somebody that will never leave me. He's always there. Mm-hmm. He's my provider. He's my mm-hmm. way maker. That's my boyfriend. The, the mm-hmm. man that I serve, he is awesome. He won't lie on me. Mm-hmm. He won't cheat on me. He's just awesome. When we get that in our heads, that we are somebody, women of God, we are mm. somebody and we don't need a man to validate who we are because we mm. that God is more than the world against us. And so that means when we got God on our side, he's more than enough. Fill my cup, Lord, let it overflow. He's amazing. He makes us happy. When we're sad, mm. he comforts us. Oh, God. When we're mm. crying, he dries our tears. Who wouldn't want yeah. to serve an amazing yeah. God like that? Yeah. People that don't it's, understand, sometimes they think it's a mystery. It's not a yeah. mystery. Walk with it. Yeah. Talk with it. He's real. <laughs> and I know he's real. <laughs> How do I know he's real in my life? <laughs> Amen. You need to park on that for a minute and share yeah. a little bit more about that. Because there are so many women that feel, I don't have a man, so I'm not whole. I, I'm half of a person. I, I, you know, I'm I'm not saying that we don't desire to have someone in our life, because right, right. God said the first thing that God said when God made the world and everything He did, He said it was good. Yes. But when He looked at man and saw man was lonely, that was the first time God said it's not good. Yes. He said it's not good that man should be alone. But help women to understand that even though they're lonely, that they're not alone. uh, Add a little something to that. Well, I have personal experience because I am single right now, Mm -hmm. designed a mate. But while I'm waiting on the Lord to send me the right mate, I have realized that if you devote most of your time to reading your word and getting Mm -hmm. faithful in your ministry, because, see, when you're single, you have that opportunity to just give it all you got, trusting and giving God all your praise. Because what happens when you do finally get married, maybe your husband wants you to stay home sometime. And you're going to mm-hmm. always remember that when you do have a mate, he comes first, okay? Mm-hmm. And so getting back to being single, you, just because you're single don't mean you're lonely and don't mean mm-hmm. you just throw it to the curb. No, you have to. Take out the time to learn who you are. Learn who you are. God said, do not ever think that you need another person to validate who you are. When you trust God, he builds you up. Whenever, Just like I said a few moments ago, whenever you're dealing with a situation, God is there to help you through. A lot of women yeah. think, oh, God, well, you know me and my husband are together and I got these children. And, you know, they said when a father ain't in the house, the boy going to be. No, stop it. Stop that, because first of all, when you have a godly woman in the house, that will make the difference. That will make the You teach your son. You teach your son. Some folks, you got to remember this. Some women are married by name only because they don't know where their husband is half the time. That's a bad place to be in. Wait on God to send you your mate. Wait on God and trust God, and while you're waiting, get busy doing things for the Lord. Don't ever think, yeah, those lonely times are going to come up. But, honey, when they come up, 
there is somebody you can call on. You some feeling some kind of way. And you begin to pray, God will lift that off of you, and you can keep moving on. Because you don't want a deadbeat. Nobody wants a deadbeat. You have to wait on God. Some women, they just want a pair of pants. It's not about pair of pants. You don't want to be in misery all your life. Girl, you got to stand strong and know that who you are. You are a survivor. You're powerful. Stand up straight. Stand up tall. And be who God says you are. You are a woman of God, a powerful, a fear power. We are power. So use your power. Where do you get your power from? The word of God and on your knees. Some things are hard. Some things are hard, and that's understandable. But that's where the fasting and praying comes from. Put that plate back. Don't you know that when you push your plate back and fast, don't just fast, but you write some things down that you want God to do. And when you begin to do that and stand on God's word and have faith in God, God will lift up any standard. He will be the best father for your children because when you trust in God, God takes care of everything. He makes the crooked edge just straight. He will take care of every situation in your life. Trust God. Be encouraged on today. Be encouraged on today. And if you are listening to this radio station and you have not yet made God the Lord of your life, why not choose God today? Why not let God begin to transform your life into what he wants it to be? Chaos in your house, you know, there's stuff going crazy everywhere. Get in a quiet space and begin to call on the name of Jesus. I tell you, there's power in prayer. And is there anything too hard for God to do? No, there is not. So trust in the Lord, faith in him, and wait patiently for your mate. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, because a lot of women, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about Ruth and Boaz. And I like the story of Ruth and Boaz. But it says that Ruth was going about doing what she had to do. She was trying to take care of herself and Naomi. And so she went into the fields and she started doing what she had to do. And it says that Boaz was looking out, I believe, out of the window and and saw her. And uh, he began to watch her. See, if you're out there doing what you're (laughs) supposed to do for the Lord, there is somebody that's watching you. You don't know as of yet that they're watching you, but it also said that he, he told the uh, uh, his his servants and his workers to leave something for her uh, and don't let anybody come, you know, come against her to harm her in any way. Even before she met her Boaz, he was protecting her and watching over her. And that's like uh, you can look at your father as God is being your Boaz. He's watching you. He's watching over you, and he's protecting you, and he's keeping you until you're able to meet that Boaz. Because what God did, uh, she had so much food and so much stuff they were able to eat, and they were able to sell sell, uh, what she had gleaned for money. And so things were working out well for her. But then God allowed Boaz to come down eventually, and they met, and they married, and so on and so forth. What the problem is so many times is we get so anxious. You know, come on, God, yes. hurry up, God. I got to have him, God. Everybody around me is getting married. Why am I not getting married? Lord, Lord I don't yes. understand this. 
What's happening, Lord? How come she 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 done been married five times and she got another husband and I've never been married? I've only been married once. Lord, my clock is ticking. What's going on? I don't understand. Yeah. But it's all about patience. It's all about trusting God. It's all about allowing God to give you the right person. Because when you're out there trying to find a man, the Bible didn't say anything about us finding a man. It says a man that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing, and obtaineth favor from the Lord. You are that favor. When 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 that man finds you, God is saying, "I am giving you my very best." You are that favor that 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 God is giving him. You are God's very very best for yeah. him. Stop trying to go out and entice and and wearing your dresses tight and wearing them too short and too much cleavage and this and that and the other. I'm, I'm saying I'm not saying Ooh. that you can't go out and look good. Down. You can go out Please dress down. nice. You can go out and dress nice. You know, but yeah. I'm not. That's not our way of getting a man. Our way that's of getting a man is living a holy lifestyle and letting him see the God. In you, that you are so hidden in God that He's got to get into God to Amen. find you. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. many times we're we're too much of a rush. It it you know God is preparing somebody. God is not only preparing somebody for you; He's preparing you for, for somebody. Else. You know, yeah. I I've, I've talked with many women uh, through the years. And God told me this. He said, women are so busy asking him for a particular type of man. Right. He said, but are you asking him, are you asking God to make you the woman that this man is asking for? Uh, See, our uh, prayers are only one-sided. Our prayers only one-sided, yeah. what we want. But what about what this guy is asking God? You've got to be what he's asking God for. And so if we would just wait on God, if we would just walk in the word, if we would just do what the Spirit of God tells us to do, evangelists, it's all good. God's going to work it all out. Everything is going to be everything. God is just going to make it happen. And before you know it, you are going to be in this place. You're going to be marching down the aisle on your wedding day, and you're going to be looking around, crying, saying, Lord, I never thought I'd be in this place. In this place. You know? (laughs) In this place. You just don't know where God wants to take you because you're in such a rush to get into the wrong thing, you know. And so I thank God for his patience. I thank God for his love. I thank God for hand-making someone just for us. God has got you women out here in Radio Land. There is a man that God has for you. You just got to wait. You just got to walk 
You just got to walk in the things of God. You got to do what God has called you to do. You've got if God has called you in the ministry, then you minister. If you have the 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 gifts of help, then you 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 start using your gifts of help in in the ministry. Uh, do some things outside of the ministry. Do some things in the community. But get out there. Ruth got out there. She was in the field. Boaz was watching her. You don't know where he is. Yeah. But wherever he is, you be where God tells you to go so that this man can find, find you. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Imagine this Hagar. So, I want to share this scripture because it, so it right goes ahead, along with exactly what you're speaking on. We're not to, as women, we don't have to put ourselves out and, like you said, dress a certain way, breast out, and mm-hmm. this and that. Mm-hmm. That's sinful. We don't need to do that. So Romans mm-hmm. 6 and 13 says, do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, yes. give yourselves completely to God, for you yes. were dead, but now you have new life. You don't need to do those things. Mm-hmm. So use your mm-hmm. whole body as an instrument to do what yes. is right for the glory mm-hmm. of God. Hallelujah. Amen. For the glory of God. Our body is the temple where the Holy Spirit lives. Now, yes. if you're not saved, uh, what's living there is the devil. But yes. if you are saved, <laughs> your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and we should not be uh, using our body uh, in sin, um, allowing allowing ourselves to fall to the temptations of the flesh because see today it is so easy to just fall into sin. It's always been easy, but today it just seems like today uh uh things are so open. I mean, now we have uh gay marriage. Uh, now oh, yeah. now now we have people not wanting to get married, but they're living together. Uh we yes. have some people that without the benefit of marriage are 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 starting families, you know, my clock is ticking, so I, I, I need a child. And we're not doing things the way that God has ordained them to yeah. go. We're doing it so totally opposite of what yeah. God has told us to do. And and um, it, it, it saddens me when I see women cheapen themselves in order yeah. to find a man, it, it, yes. it really saddens me. And, and and I'm not saying that I'm perfect evangelist because I've yes. made many many mistakes, many yes. mistakes. I was a party girl. I I, yes. I I did things that I am so godly embarrassed that I did. Yes. But I share what it what happened in my previous life because I want you young women today to be set free. To know amen, that amen. God really can keep you, and you don't have yes. to just do anything just to get somebody in your life. Like Evangelist yes. said, she said God has been taking care of her. Her needs are met. Many times she don't know how they're going to get met, but they get met. God is the best keeper of any woman I know. Yes, God yes. will keep you in so many ways. He will keep you in so many ways. He will keep you. He can keep your sexual drive up in order. 
He, yes. he will keep you. He will take care of you monetarily. He will bless you physically. He will bless you mentally. God will take care of you. All you have to do is trust him. Am I right, Evangelist? Oh, amen, because we, we as a women, we need to know that we are royalty. We are royalty. Mm. Yes, ma'am. We are the king's kid. Yes. How, how much do you love your children? And when they Hallelujah. do what you ask them to do, they may ask for one thing, but because they're being on their best behavior, you say, I'm going to push this a little bit. What else? You want something else? Well, mm-hmm. that's the way God mm-hmm. is to his children. We are his mm-hmm. children. We are the king's kids. And so you are royalty, and we need to act accordingly. You are who God says you are. Who cares what other people say? You need to build a firm boldness within your own personality, your life, and realize I am a survivor. I am victorious in Jesus. And you can only become victorious in Jesus when you yield to him, allow him to use you, allow him to mold you, allow him to make you stand on Mm. his word. Have a prayer life. Be a prayer. Become a prayer warrior. Trust God with all of your might. Have faith in him. This will allow anyone to become victorious. Amen. Being victorious. That's what it's all about, being women of victory, being women who are empowered, women who are going out and impacting the lives of other women, drawing women to Christ, being a blessing. Uh, The scripture tells us that the older women are to teach the younger women. Uh, That's my, my, my ministry to to women is to train and to mentor and to coach and to build up women, to bring them to a place in God that they can always walk victoriously. Uh, Evangelist uh, Washington, tell us uh, what victorious living really is. Victorious living is basically when you have committed your life to God by asking him to uh, save your soul from your sin. Once you have asked God to forgive you, we're talking about the plan of salvation. Once you have asked God to forgive you of all your sins and you have repented to him, and then after you repent unto him, you even take it a little further because some people get saved and that's where they leave it. Well, we need Mm -hmm. some keeping power. And the keeping power comes from relationship with God and you asking the Lord to Filled you with this Holy Ghost. See, that's why I say I'm from the old school, but in the new way. I, my life, I'm, I still have a life because I did receive the Holy Ghost at a young age, and it was the yeah. Holy Ghost that followed me and said, "Now look, that's yeah. wrong. You shouldn't do that." It stayed yeah. with me my entire life. So, this yeah. is what you call victorious living. Once you have repented. And then you have relationship with God. You receive the Holy Ghost as the keeping power. And then you begin to transform your life through the word of mm-hmm. God. You come out from among them, those people that you should not be around because, you know what, misery love misery. And then when you come out of something, you do not need to be around that you came out. You were you were, were alcoholic and you want to 
still hanging with the people that drink. No, 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 no. You come out from among them. You get yourself situated in a powerful ministry, and you become to be faithful. First of all, you need to sit there and grow, get the word down embedded in you so it will be in your mind and your soul and your heart. And then once you do that, God himself will transform you. He's like, oh, God, he's like a, a, a man with a hammer who's chiseling you down to what he wants you to be. And once you get there, then guess what? You know then when you get in a situation to call on the name of Jesus. You know that everything that you need is in the book. The book. What is the book? The Holy Bible. Once you get to that state in your mind, then that is when you can become victorious over every situation in your life. Because they will come. They will come. But the difference in you and the sinner is that when you see God does hear the sinner's prayer, but it's something about the woman of God, the man of God, the child of God. When you call on the name of Jesus, he's there to rescue us every single time because he has power. And he's more than the world against us. This caused us to have victorious living. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And again, um, it is so important that we always share Christ with people wherever we go. I have a saying that I've been saying, gosh, for years. And that saying is that we may be the only Bible that people read until they meet Christ for themselves. How you walk, how you talk, how you act, how you live, when you profess that you are a Christian, it can, uh, uh, other people can look at your life and say, hmm, you know, I want what she has. I want what he has. There's something different about Mahalia. I, I don't seem to have that peace that I see her in. I know she goes through some turmoil, but I don't understand how she can walk and be so peaceful in what she has gone through. And so sometimes it's it's how we live that is going yes. to cause someone else to come to Christ. If I'm out yes. there and I'm doing the exact same thing that people are doing in the world, if I'm cussing and smoking and drinking and and heavy partying and using drugs and but I'm up there hollering I'm a Christian, they're gonna be like, Well, ain't no sense in me uh giving my life to the Lord because she's doing the same thing I'm doing, so I must be okay. And then yeah. the Bible tells us that uh when we don't share the love of Christ with others or we're doing things that cause people to not accept Christ, that their blood will be on our Hands. Our hands, yeah, so, yeah. And so it, it, it really behooves us to make sure that the life that we're living, don't try to live a good life, but live a good life. Once Christ mm-hmm. comes in, you don't have to try to do anything. You just walk according to his word, as mm-hmm. Evangelist um, Washington was saying. You must admit that you are a sinner, first of all. That's the Amen. big reveal. Lord, I'm a sinner. I I know I'm doing wrong. I know I'm not living for you. Uh Romans chapter ten verses uh verse nine and ten it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou yes. shalt be saved. 
For with yes. the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then verse 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. All you got to do is yes. admit you're a sinner. And then you got to believe that Jesus came to this earth to die for all of your sins. And then you just have to receive what he did. Receive it in your heart. Lord God, I'm sorry. Forgive me, Lord. I I, I don't want to be this way anymore. And repent. Turn your life around. Just say, God, I repent of everything. Take all of this mess that I've been doing. Take it out of me. Lord, I I release it to you. I don't want to do it anymore. Forgive me, Lord, for what I've done. And then just get up off of your knees, of your standing. Of, you, you, you don't have to even go to a church house to do it. You can do it right here as, as you listen to us on the radio. Father God, forgive yes. me for my sins. Lord, yes. help me. Lord, I yes. admit I'm a sinner. Lord, I've done things that I shouldn't do. Lord, I don't like the person that I am. Lord, I repent. Lord, change me. Lord, make me over. Make me brand new. Lord, I thank you for salvation. I thank you, Jesus, for what you've done. Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life and save me, and I will forever walk in your ways. Just a simple sinner's prayer coming from your heart, coming from your heart, letting God know I don't want to be the person that I am anymore. I don't want to be this way. Maybe you're a backslider. You know, I've been down that road. I, 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 I was a backslider, and I came back to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Don't you, let the devil tell you as a backslider, God doesn't love you and he won't receive you because, yes, he will. God yes, will, will always receive his children back home. Yes. And I yes. can attest because I can stand and say he did that for me. Hallelujah. Yes. And yes. all you got to do is, God, I'm sorry. I want to come back home. Jesus, yes. forgive me. Lord, I, I want my past to be just that, my past. Lord, God, I throw all of that mess away. Forgive me, Lord. Come into my life, Lord. Clean me back up, Lord. Place me back where you want me to be and even higher. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I repent of everything I've done. And, Jesus, I ask you to walk with me and never let me take my hand out of your hand again. And guess what? God will do it for you. The devil yes, lied to me and told me, God don't love you no more. Look mm-hmm, at what you've mm-hmm. done. Look at the things mm-hmm. you, you you know, you 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 were you were a minister and all of these things that you you were a pastor and look at what you did. Look at look at you. Look look at the people that, that looked up to you. Look at look look at what you've done. But God said, Becky, here I am. I'm yes, right here. Yes. Listen yeah. to that. I died yeah. on the cross for your sins. Yeah. Yeah. You've already been forgiven. I already forgive you. I forgave you on the cross over 2,000 yeah. years ago. 
You come back to me, and you let me yeah. take care of you. You let me do for you what needs to be done, and I'll place you back, and I'll place you back where you were, and I'll take you even higher. Hallelujah. God will not just leave you right where you were. He yeah. will take you back to where you were and move you up the ladder and elevate yeah. you and take you to yes, places that you never thought you would ever go. Hallelujah. Let God come into your life. Let him come into your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Evangelist Washington and I both are praying for you. Let him come into your life. Evangelist, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm so sorry. I get so overwhelmed. And it is so overwhelming to hear the words coming from your mouth because I'm just reminded of this song that I, I sing from time to time. It says, what a friend we have in Jesus. Yeah. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a yeah. privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, with peace we often forfeit. And we forfeit the peace because we don't know how to give it to God. We want to do it ourselves. But when we take it to him and leave it there. God will fix the situation. Sometimes we say we pray and I gave it to God, then we go back and try to pick it up and we mess it up again. Just take it to God in prayer and leave it there and stand on his word and trust him and have faith in him. And I promise you, I know from true experience, he will never, never let you down. Trust and believe the Lord. Praise God. As you were saying that, I just felt... If you don't mind, if you could just give us a little acapella of that. Oh, God. The friend we have in Jesus. Oh, I need this Feels the love of its mother. 
that baby feels the comfort of its mother. And that's what Jesus is telling you today. Just feel my arms around you. Feel the comfort of my love for you. Hallelujah. Some of you just need Jesus to just rock you. Just rock you in his arms and let you know, baby girl, I love you. You're mine. Hallelujah. You're mine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God wants you to know that he loves you so much. He cares for you so much. Hallelujah. Just let Jesus rock you. Hallelujah. Praise glory. God. Glory be to God. Lord, we thank yes, you for Lord. this anointing. Hallelujah. Praise just let Lord, this anointing Jesus. just spread out into the airways. And it Hallelujah. everyone listens, oh, Lord God, to bless this broadcast that you will minister to her. Hallelujah. Yes, Thank you, Jesus. Thank Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture says to be anxious for nothing. Some of you are just being really anxious, but God said, be anxious for nothing. Cast all of your cares upon me because I care for you. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. God, you are so. So, so, so good. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Well, evangelist, it is almost time to go. Hallelujah. God is just so good, and his mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. He says his mercies are new every morning. Every morning. Every day you wake up. You have brand new mercies. You can start all over all again. Over. All yes. over yes. again. What happened on yesterday is over. It's over. This is a brand new day, daughters of victory. Yes. This is a brand new day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. And great yes. is his faithfulness towards yes. us. Hallelujah. Yes. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We just bask in your anointing right now. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your word, Jesus. Wherever you are, wherever you are right now, I just ask that you just lift your hands and just begin to worship God. Tell him what's going on in your life. Let him know what you're going through, although God already knows. But just talk to your father. Just talk to your daddy. Climb in your father's lap and just tell God what's happening. Touch him, Lord. Touch him, him, Lord. And begin to let him know how much you love him, how much you trust him. God says all of the promises of God are yea. And in him, amen. Every promise that God ever made to you that is found in his word is yes. Every promise is yes. Not what you want, but all of God's promises are yes. In him, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to you, God. morning. We honor you. Bless your daughters everywhere. Bless your children, your sons, Lord. Bless us all 
everywhere. Bring us yes, back Lord. to a place in you, oh God, yes, where Lord. we will rise up and become yes, warriors, Father God. Yes, Lord. That we will move, Father God, that, that we will know that we are in the army of yes, God. Lord. Yes, Lord. That we are an elite fighting force against yes, the forces Lord. of darkness, Lord God. Yes, Amen. Lord. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Praise you. Whew. Yes, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Well, yes, watching. How can people reach you for your book? Uh, for your upcoming CD, for speaking engagements, uh, give us some information on how you can be reached or contacted. Praise God. Thank you so much for this opportunity, uh, Evangelist Hagler. Uh, if you'd like to purchase my book, it is actually on uh, Amazon's and Barnes & Noble, if you're familiar with that. And uh, I'm going to give you an email address. It's highly favored. H-I-G-H-L-Y-F-A-V-O-R-E-D, the number nine is A-O-L, .com. And the phone number where I can be reached is 562-467-3960. If you desire that I come and speak at your ministry, feel free to give me a call. God is so awesome. He's so amazing. I thank you all in Radio Land for listening today. May the Lord be with you. God bless you. Praise God. So for those of you that are interested in buying her book, uh, Victorious, um, how much is the book online? The book is $18 online and $20 okay. at my book signing. Okay. Okay. So they can uh, get a copy from you. Now, when is your next book signing? My book signing is this coming Sunday. I will be a guest at the New Birth Holiness Church. Bishop and First Lady Sullivan are the leaders there here in Fort Worth, Texas. And then I'm going on to Houston next Sunday where I will have an, an additional book signing and then on to Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm just traveling right now. <laughs> I've been here and I've truly been blessed, uh, Sister Hager. I've been truly blessed. Praise God. Praise God. Well, we honor you today, and we are so thankful to have you on the broadcast today. Uh, it has been a blessing to me to be able to rekindle uh, with my dear, dear, dear friend that, uh, as I said earlier in the broadcast, we uh, sang in the same choir. We went to the same church there in Riverside, California, what a yes. great blessing it is to have you on the show this morning. It has truly, truly been a blessing. And thank you so much. I'm praying God's greatest blessings upon you. I pray that your book sales will go way be off, off the charts and your CD will just go even higher and that God will continue to bless you in your book signing tour. Uh, thank you once again. I, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you visiting my little show. And it has truly been an honor. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for tuning in to A Word From God on blogtalkradio.com. 
I am your radio hostess, Evangelist Rebecca Collier Hagler, saying thank you for joining us. May God richly bless all of your endeavors for him. See you next week. God bless you. God bless you. And have an awesome, awesome, great afternoon. And please turn tune back in with us again. God bless you and enjoy uh, the best is yet to come as we close out. God bless you. God bless you. Let's turn this in.